Hey there, YGT listeners. This episode of You've Got This is brought to you by my summer virtual writing groups program because summer writing is coming and I want to support you. This is my favorite time of year to be writing. Uh, this program is a series of weekly group coaching meetings that will help you stay accountable to your writing goals in the summer, which is the hardest time, I think, to stay accountable to those goals. Each virtual writing groups package includes weekly meetings, some private coaching sessions with me on topics of whatever you want to talk about, access to my nine-part course on academic writing and publishing, and of course, a lifetime membership to Prolific, which is my online community for academic writers. So if you are ready to tackle your writing goals and also have a little bit of fun along the way, I hope you'll join in. Groups for summer 2019 start the week of June 10th, and you you can check out the program today. I'm offering four different options for this summer, so plenty of room for you to join in. You can learn more about the upcoming virtual writing program or sign up to be notified about future offerings of the program at katielinder.work backslash virtual hyphen writing hyphen groups. I hope you'll join in. You're listening to You've Got This, episode 146. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this podcast episode, I want to talk about the importance of breaking big projects down into phases and then only giving yourself permission to just do the first phase. This is something that has been really helpful to me lately because I have some really big projects on my plate and I found myself feeling kind of overwhelmed and like just not wanting to start, not wanting to dive in because it just seemed like it was so big. And it was really helpful for me to think about just what is the single next thing that I could do that would move this forward but in kind of a broader context to also break the project into phases. So for example, with a writing project that's kind of a big project, you might have like a brainstorming phase and it doesn't really matter what happens after the brainstorming phase, or at least that's what you can tell yourself. You can tell yourself that you don't really need to worry about what comes after the brainstorming. You don't have to worry about the formal writing up or the timeline or how you're going to squeeze it into your schedule. Just worry about scheduling those brainstorming times and getting some ideas down on paper. And this is also, I think, um, and I, I probably have told this story before on the show, but back when I was in grad school, I remember thinking, like, I am never going to be ready for some of these huge milestones that come with graduate education, like taking my candidacy exams or defending my proposal for my dissertation or defending my dissertation. I remember in the early stages just thinking, like, I'm never going to be where I need to be <laughs> to get these things in a place where I'm going to feel confident um, that I can actually really contribute something. And I would just tell myself, you know, like, just get through the next part. And maybe the next part will help to prepare you for what is coming after that. And I really did feel by the time that I got to those bigger milestones that I was ready, maybe barely ready, but that I could do it. And of course I did. And I ended up getting my PhD. And I think that we all have these different things in our lives where, you know, we look too much into the future and it it kind of paralyzes us about the now. And we just feel like we're not ready (laughs) to go into whatever it is that this next big thing is in our lives. 
So I've actually been doing this with a lot of things that feel um, unknown to me lately. And it's not just professional stuff. Like um, my partner and I are in the process of thinking about redoing our fence around our house. And I have no idea how to do this. Um, I don't plan on doing it myself because I, as you know from the kitchen renovation um, and hearing about that, like I'm not really a person who does DIY. But I don't really know anything about fence building. I don't know like who to call about it. I don't know what good pricing is. I don't know what kind of fence we should be looking at. Um, I mean, I just don't know anything about it. And so, you know, I was thinking like, what is the phase one that we could do for this? And, you know, part of it is just starting to talk to other people about it and to mention that we're thinking about doing it. And so the other day at work, I mentioned it as a potential summer project. And someone said, oh, I just I just did that. Do you want to know who my fence guy was? We had a really good experience. And I was like, yes, tell me about your fence guy, because, you know, I want to know who I can talk to to kind of learn more about what this is going to be so that we can budget for it and think about timing. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that could go into this project. And that's just one example of, you know, things that I have going on in my life right now where I'm like, I'm not quite sure how to do this. And um, you heard me talk on a recent episode about buying a new car. It's another great example of, you know, like, how do you even start this process? How do you even narrow down into something that feels like it's going to be a good fit? And especially when you're making a long-term investment or you have a financial investment you're making with something, it can feel kind of scary to move forward with a particular project. Now, I also think, though, that this really applies when we're making a big time investment to something. And this, especially for me, applies to things like book writing or when I know I'm going to be putting in a big time investment to a project at work. I really want to know that it's going to be the right project. And so I I try to think ahead about it. And sometimes that just gets me all tangled up. Um, And I, I worry too much about what's coming instead of really just focusing on what I can do right now. So basically what I want to give you permission to do is to stay in the present moment and to think just about phase one. And this goes for just about any kind of size of project. Um, It could be, you know, you don't really feel like doing laundry. And it's like, well, phase one of laundry is just to put the clothes in the hamper. Or phase one of laundry is just to separate the clothes so that I know which one goes in which load. You know, like it's not even thinking ahead to putting it in the washer or or folding the clothes or putting them away. Like it's, it's just what is that next step that is going to allow you to move forward? Now, I also think that focusing on phase one and kind of being in the now can bring a lot of clarity around a particular project or something that you're working on. And sometimes it ends up shifting you in an entirely different direction because all your attention is on that phase and it's not focused on the future. And that can bring clarity. That can help you to make decisions that work for you. It can help you to decide that maybe a project isn't right for you and that you don't want to move it forward. Um, But I think it's also just a good lesson in sometimes we focus a little too much on what's coming up and it, it scares us. It stops us from moving what could be really good work forward. So this is a lesson that I have absolutely been focusing on What is my phase one uh, when it comes to these big things? And how will eventually I move on to the next phase? Um, I'll tackle that once phase one is done. And I'm I'm not going to worry too much about looking into the future to the point where I might be completely paralyzed.
So if this is something that you've done or you're thinking about doing right now because of things that are kind of keeping you stuck, I would love to hear about it. You can always email me at contact at katielinder.work. You can tweet to me at katie double underscore linder. You can connect with me on Instagram at katie underscore linder, or you can write me a letter, Katie Linder, P.O. Box 1621 in Albany, Oregon, 97321. Here's to all of us getting a little bit unstuck. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katielinder.work slash podcasts. You've Got This is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel at katielinder.work slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.